Look out, Congress. There's a new guy in town, and he's not playing by any of the rules. Hear why the legislative branch is swooning over their newly elected bad boy who believes amendments were made to be broken. And later, retiring at 35. It might sound impossible, but we'll sit down with the man who was able to do just that by saving nearly every penny of his victim's money. From the Onion and Onion Public Radio, this is The Topical. I'm Leslie Price, and I'm going to try to hold my breath until the commercial is over. Back in a moment. (gasps) This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Okay, turning now to the world of politics, as the 117th United States Congress gets underway and new members are sworn in, it appears the legislative branch may be falling head over heels for a newly elected bad boy congressman who believes amendments are made to be broken. OPR despondent congressional correspondent Marcy Hammond joins us now with more. Hello, Marcy. Hi, Leslie. Marcy, what can you tell us about this new congressman? Well, his name is Blaze Crothers, and he's representing the wrong side of the tracks in North Carolina's 16th District. Ever since he entered the halls of Congress last month in his leather jacket and bandana, no one, and I mean no one on the Hill, can stop talking about him. And what exactly is it that Congress finds so appealing about him, Marcy? Well, sources are saying that there's just something about his cool, disaffected style that emanates a sense of danger that really gets them going. Here's a clip of Crothers being sworn in earlier today. I, the blaze man... I do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and any other jamokes or whatever. Please, God, can he say that? Okay, this guy's a total rebel. But what sort of voting record has Crothers had? Well, he was finally sworn in earlier today after winning a November election that he stressed didn't matter to him and that he hadn't even really tried at. He was just doing it to do it. Sure. But during his time as a state legislator, it appears he has been absent for nearly every vote, except for one bill to legalize drag racing, and even then he sent in his main squeeze, Jen, to press the button for him. Ooh. In fact, Crothers is already becoming notable for his disruptions on Capitol Hill. Take a listen. Regarding H.R. number 2305, I hereby motion that we suspend discussion. I said, I hereby motion that we... Now, our listeners can't see this, but we just heard all the members of Congress run out the doors to catch a glimpse of him on his motorcycle, leaving Representative Johnson all alone on the floor of the chamber. Yes, and his devil-may-care, play-by-my-own-procedures attitude has not gone unnoticed. He immediately ran afoul of the House parliamentarian for wearing sunglasses indoors and installing a pool table in the Capitol Rotunda. Yes. And things have only escalated since he dumped a plate of lasagna on the parliamentarian's head, yelling, food fight. And what has the response been from House leadership? Well, earlier today, Representative Crothers got called into Speaker Pelosi's office to get chewed out. Uh Uh-oh, that must have been pretty intimidating. Well, for any other member of Congress, maybe, but not the blaze. According to Mike Quigley, who heard it from Rashida Tlaib, who heard it from one of the ranking members of 
of the Judiciary Committee. Pelosi and Crothers left the office laughing, and she actually gave him a high five on his way out. Wow, this guy really is cool as hell. That's right. He doesn't have to answer to anybody. Evidently, his donors are like super chill and never around, and they just let him do pretty much whatever he wants. In fact, he's throwing an insane fundraiser Friday night at his place, and everybody's invited, even some members of the Supreme Court. And I, I think his band is even supposed to play. Oh, shoot. That's the date of my arraignment. But be sure to keep us updated on this story as it develops, Marcy. Certainly will. That's OPR's Marcy Hammond. And I'm going to try to go two for two on holding my breath. Back in a moment. <gasps> This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Oh. Okay, he's opening his eyes. Oh. Leslie! Leslie, can you oh. hear me? Oh, what? What? What happened? You passed out, but you're okay uh, now. Huh? What? Come on, let's get you up off the floor uh, and back uh, in your chair. Uh, uh, hey, uh, did, did I, uh, No, you uh, lost consciousness before the commercial was over, so it doesn't count. Oh, damn it. Hey, it's okay. Hey, why don't you tell the listeners everything else they need to know today, huh? Oh. That'll make you feel better. Oh, all right. Well, here's what... Here's what you need to know today. A 5,000-foot ball of discarded packaging material continues to barrel across the nation today, consuming everything in its path. Federal authorities have struggled to contain the unstoppable high-speed mass of cardboard boxes, shipping tape, wrapping paper, and ribbons that has been careening through the nation since December 26th. So far, the 360,000-ton ball has claimed the lives of at least 800 Americans, but authorities are hopeful it will begin to dissipate once it hits the Atlantic Ocean. And a major announcement today from the nation's girlfriends who now admit that absolutely everything is riding on Valentine's Day. Despite not being ones to normally say this kind of thing in such blunt terms, the nation's thousands of female significant others are calling the February evening, quote, an indisputable make-or-break moment in our relationships, which frankly comes as no surprise considering just how bad you blew both Christmas and New Year's. And finally, a fascinating new report out today has found that the majority of psychological experiments conducted in the 1970s were actually just crimes. The report, released today from the American Psychological Association, found that whether it was burning student volunteers with hot irons or just beating them repeatedly with a sack of hammers for their own amusement, nearly eight out of every ten psychological experiments conducted throughout the decade did little to advance our knowledge in any field whatsoever and constituted very serious felonies in all 50 states. Well, in the end, we got this report, so at least we learned something? I don't know. And that's the Topical for today. I'm Leslie Price. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can like and subscribe to The Topical wherever you get your podcast. And if you didn't like it, well, then that just means you were paying attention and you should still subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And don't forget to tune in to tomorrow's episode of The Topical, where we'll sit down with a man who received a 2021 Word a Day calendar, and now he keeps trying to shoehorn January into every conversation. Ooh.
so impressive. I know a lot of big words too, you know, and I'm going to show him. So we'll see you right back here tomorrow. Oh boy, better make this a big one. We'll see you next time on The Topical. Gasp! <gasps>